0: They say giving birth is equivalent to running a marathon, but what about being pregnant and building a company from scratch while taking on the multivitamin aisle? That is the story of Ritual's founder Kat Schneider, who started Ritual because she couldn't find a prenatal she could trust. So I just started recently taking the essential for women multivitamin and it's been great so far. They are super gentle on my stomach. I can even take them without food, which is just very convenient. And yeah, it's great because I just want to fill some gaps in my diet. And I feel like this is exactly what I need. They're also great tasting. Like the, the Essential for Women multivitamins have like this minty taste. So I'm so not used to that. I'm used to that, like, not so great aftertaste. So that's been awesome as well. So, although I am not pregnant, Ritual has a prenatal that you can trust. They are made with traceable ingredients. You can literally look at a map and see where all the ingredients have come from, which is super cool and you better believe I checked that out and I loved it. And all of the ingredients are vegan, bioavailable, and clinically studied key nutrients for before and during pregnancy. They're also non-GMO project verified, gluten, and major allergen free. So why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Ritual is offering my listeners 30% off during their first month. Visit ritual.com birthnaturally to start Ritual or add Essential for Women Prenatal to your subscription today.
1: Welcome to Birth Naturally.
0: I'm Kaylee. And I'm Kate. And we are sisters having a conversation about everything from
1: med-free birth to natural parenting.
0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. Before we get started, um, just a couple things to talk about. First off, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, you should go do that. You get two extra episodes a month. And our most recent guest was Lara, who was on an earlier episode, and she is just wonderful. You have to hear the story. But yeah, if you have any interest in hearing extra episodes every month, go check that out. It really supports the podcast and lets me continue to do what I do. And if you can share the podcast with a friend and follow on Instagram, that would be helpful as well. This week, I am joined by Michaela. She is a doula as well as a natural birth mom. It's always interesting to hear when someone has their first birth and just knows that they want to give birth naturally. And she talks about how her son was born in four hours and came very fast. So she's very passionate about birth, and you can hear that in her story. And she, like I said, she's a doula. So Her goal is to specifically help young moms, being a young mom herself, feel confident and just knowing that they're able to do it. I have been listening to Audible for years. It just started with a free trial and my favorite Ellen Hildebrand book. And then once I realized how much I could accomplish in a day, like cooking for the kids, cleaning, organizing the house, you name it, um, while being entertained, I was hooked. It has all of my favorite fiction books, but it also has our favorite books on natural birth, like Mindful Hypnobirthing, Birth Without Fear, Birthing From Within, Natural Childbirth, The Bradley Way, just to name a few. If you use my link, you can get 30 days free of Audible. Just go to audibletrial.com slash Birth Naturally. And I suggest starting with Ina May's Guide to Childbirth if you haven't already, because that is a listener favorite. So, once again, just go to slash birthnaturally for 30 days free. Welcome, Michaela. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Of course. Why don't you start by telling us a little about you and your family?
1: Yeah. So, I, um, met my husband when we were uh, 18, actually. Um, and right from the very beginning, um, we definitely clicked really quickly. Um, and within the next year and a half, we were married. Um, pretty quickly after we got married, we found out we were pregnant with um, my son, Everett. Definitely was a surprise. Um took <laughs> <so> me <we laughs> by a little bit of a shock. Um, but we jumped right into parenthood really quickly. Um, we had my son Everett um in July of 22 um and he was actually born at home um which was a really amazing experience being able to do that um for my first birth um was pretty amazing um yeah, yeah so that was that's kind of a little bit of of uh where we got to where we were
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how um after finding out you know you were pregnant and Getting through that shock. How did the rest yes. of your pregnancy go?
1: My pregnancy actually went pretty smoothly. Um, in the beginning, definitely had some hiccups. Um, uh, which is, I I don't know why, but I had fainted a ton in the begin my first trimester. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I was my midwife couldn't put her finger on why I was do like why it was happening to me. But thankfully, the second and third trimester went really smoothly. Um, I had a really hot July. It was a really hot July in, um, last summer and I was just miserable, <laughs> I was just a little big pregnant lady. Um, but yeah, it really did go pretty smoothly. Um, just, you know, yeah, it really did go smoothly.
0: Wow. That's nice. And, and after yeah. getting through that fainting, like yeah.
1: <laughs> it's very strange. I've never heard that. Yeah, we don't, I don't know why it happened, but yeah, I, I had passed out a couple different times in my first trimester, just randomly. Um, mm-hmm. And
0: yeah. Hmm, Interesting. So did you always know that you wanted to have a natural birth or was that something you decided after finding out you were pregnant?
1: So I definitely, that was something I decided after, um, I found out I was pregnant. Um, I really didn't know what I wanted. Um, I, I had an idea that I wanted to stay away from, you know, being in the hospital in general. Um, and I, you know, I got my husband's support, thankfully, right away. Um, I think he definitely looked at me like I was a little crazy when I first told him. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but he got on board right away. And I just, I, I I just knew that I like what I wanted pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had been around a lot growing up, a lot of people who had had um, natural births and hearing, you know, birth stories. And I just, I really had definitely been um, just inspired by that in and yeah. how, you know, it is possible. And I feel like a lot of times you is not what is spoke about. Um, and mm-hmm. it's not what especially, you know, in movies and shows, it's just never seen as the norm. Um, and yeah, and I just think I just needed to I wanted to experience something different for myself.
0: Mm-hmm. And did you like, know anyone who had had a home birth? Or how did you kind of like come across that being an option?
1: Yeah, so I had um I had done a lot of research on like what options were. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time the state that I was living in actually did not have very many options at all. Um I was living in the state of Rhode Island at the time and they actually have very there was only one or two like practicing um home birth midwives in the mm-hmm. state, just very limited. Um so I had found their website and I had just done a lot of research. Um, I started reading um Ina Mae's guide to childbirth and just dug into that from the very beginning of my pregnancy and um just after reading like story after story of all these positive natural births I just knew that that was what I had like that was what was on my heart um right. um mm-hmm. but yeah I I definitely um I from the beginning I knew what I wanted and I realized yeah. <laughs> that I, I we're gonna go for it
0: that's awesome so what else did you do besides you know reading and research to prepare yourself
1: so I think one of the other things is that I would watch I watched a lot of uh, birth videos too yeah Um, and I followed um, a couple different uh, Instagrams that would show um, home birth specifically Uh, and just I just immersed myself in it and uh, whether it was like finding YouTube videos or um, like scrolling through Instagram pages um, that just had positive um, aspects of birth in general. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of negative about birth that can be out there. And I just wanted to stay as far away from that as possible um, and just really immerse myself in what was um, good about, you know, natural birth and how it is possible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, uh that's a great way to like get yourself excited for birth is seeing all those happy, positive births. Like that's really yeah. all it takes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how were you feeling as you approached your due date besides hot?
1: <laughs> I I definitely was was very much I was very nervous. Um mm-hmm. my water actually broke um like around I would say close to like 36 hours before I went in, before I, yeah before I had my son. Mm-hmm. Um so I was very much in denial. I think a part of me was just I couldn't believe that like my son was actually going to be coming. Um so for a good while I just like wrote it off as like I'm fine and I, you know, I could just be peeing myself. Like there's nothing wrong. Um mm-hmm. so for a good 24 hours I was very much in denial until my husband told me that I need to call my midwife because I was definitely like leaking a good amount. Um, (laughs) so, um, yeah, my, my water had broke early, um, on a Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Um, and I went to work, I, you know, was doing, I was fine. Um, Thursday I, oh, I'm sorry, it broke on, uh, yeah, it was Wednesday. Um, and Thursday I like went to work as well, you know, still definitely (laughs) leaking, not just telling myself, you know, I'm fine. Um I I you know next pregnancy not going to happen. <laughs> um but yeah I was just very much I also was 4 days early from my due date and in my head I was convinced that like I had another 2 weeks to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want to set myself up for oh you know you hit 40 weeks and that's when baby's supposed to come. Right. I knew that you know there's been moms who've gone to 43 weeks 40 like it's a like moms have gone past and a due date is just a suggestion and I had had it in my head Okay, like I, I have two more weeks here, so that's what I was convinced of. So again, it was was what was going to happen. So mm-hmm. when my waters breaking at you know four days early, you know from forty weeks, I was like, oh well, you know it's okay. Like this isn't it. Like I'm not. I'm, my body's not ready yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it most definitely was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I um, went into labor um, Thursday night, um, and my labor was actually only four hours long um it was very very fast and i was not expecting that either Uh, Mm -hmm. i think there was a lot of expectations i had in my head as to what it was going to be like and none of them happened
0: well i think Um, it's probably better to expect you know like Okay, I'm, I'm gonna go past my due date, my yep. labor's gonna be long, and then be surprised when you you know that doesn't happen.
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm glad that it like I like over expected, then like, right. exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um,
1: so I definitely like, like tricked myself. I, I think that's what I like, um, mm-hmm. what I did on accident. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely a, a very interesting experience. Um, just being, yeah, I was very much in denial. Even like up till like being like ten centimeters and like getting ready to push, I didn't believe my midwife that I was that I was ready. I just mm-hmm. was very. I think I was just very much. I was very nervous, mm-hmm. uh, and then I had to just get over. I think I definitely had a moment of like internal dialogue of just being like, you know what, we're here, like this is gonna be okay, and you can do it. You've gotten mm-hmm. this far. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I definitely had lots of internal dialogue, like right leaving even like leading right up until the moment of like pushing.
0: Yeah. So why don't you talk to us about, you know, the feelings of okay, feeling those first contractions, like knowing that you were, you know, your waters had broken. So yeah, let's just talk about the birth.
1: Yeah. So um I woke up around two o'clock in the morning um with what I felt like was just like obnoxious cramps. Um, I had been like rolling back and forth, trying to get some sleep. Um, and that night I hadn't even fallen asleep till closer to midnight, just because I was very nervous. Mm -hmm. Um, my midwife had told me that, you know, we need to get this show on the road, um, that, you know, she had just, you know, was hoping to see labor in the next, you know, at least starting in the next 24 hours. Um, just because my waters had been open for a good long time. Um, so I was very nervous that they, you know, my labor wasn't going to start and that they would transfer me. Uh, But thankfully they did. Uh, My contractions started around two um, and basically were all over for the next four hours. Um, They definitely, I think because my water had broken, they were a lot more intense, um, Mm -hmm. like right off um, the bat. So I spent probably the first hour um, just like sitting on my birth ball trying to um just breathe and relax and work through each contraction um, they were really not that bad in the beginning um, and then pretty quickly um i was i had to get you know i got into the shower and i labored in the shower for a good hour um I had two combs one in each hand that I clutched for the whole four hours I had like bruises in my hands
0: oh my gosh
1: after after my son was born because I had like held them like the indents were still in my (laughs) my
0: so I guess they helped
1: oh yeah oh they were such I I will do it again and again and again like holding Mm -hmm. the combs (laughs) yeah uh, but I would not let them go I had both in my hands um, when my son was born I actually didn't I don't even think I put them I think I took one out of one hand but I definitely had one in my other hand oh my gosh <laughs> holding it because I had you know held it for the past four hours yeah <laughs> so I I labored in the shower for a good time uh, and then uh, my my contractions was getting much closer and I couldn't really talk through them and so my husband had decided to call our midwife and she lived about an hour away. So I was convinced that she was going to miss the birth in general. Yeah. (laughs) But um, thankfully she, you know, rushed right over and was able to make it in time. Um, I did a lot of laboring, um, like on and off the couch and leaning up against, we have like a knee wall in our apartment at the time. And I would just put my hands on the knee wall and just lean into each contraction. And it was very much like a mental game for me of just some was, you know, um, just angry trying to get through them and like angry that I um, <laughs> put myself in this situation <laughs> I was going through labor um, mm-hmm. but yeah it was just very much like you know walking myself through each one and my husband I I would not let him leave my side throughout the whole thing um, and he was such such a, a big support for me through my whole labor um, and just, you know, whether that was like squeezing my hips or, you know, turning my the fan on or turning the fan off over and over and over again because mm-hmm. I like, what I wanted. Um, but yeah, really just like each and every contraction, I just had to take one at a time because it, it really was just like a massive wave washing over me um, every, you know, minute or two. It was, it did feel very intense. Um, finally, when my midwife had gotten there, um, she had asked if I had wanted a che- uh, to be checked and I, at the beginning, I didn't know if I wanted her to, but I really wanted to know where I was at. Um, uh, so she checked me and that's when she told me that I was 10 centimeters and, you know, whenever I was feeling, you know, pushy or whenever I wanted to, you know, I, I would be able to push, um, and I can just kind of do what I wanted to do. Um, so from there, I, I think that's when I asked her if she was lying to me. Cause I didn't believe it <laughs> was actually 10 centimeters and she reassured me like multiple times, you know, I am there and I'm good and whatever, you know, I decide that, you know, I'm feeling it, you know, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so from there, I think I started pushing on the toilet. Um, and I, I definitely labored there for a little bit. Um, I would say f- I, for about like 15 minutes and then I wanted to get in the pool, but we in our apartment at the time we had a really old hot water tank and it had ran out of uh, like the heated hot water. Oh, so no. the pool was only filled up like a good, I would say only a foot. So when I was kneeling in it, it was like up like mid-thigh and it was so uncomfortable. Oh, I just gosh. really wanted to like experience this nice like water birth.
0: Yeah, and, I've <laughs> I've actually heard that happen before and I'm always like, oh it's really sad.
1: Yeah, I was I was very sad to not be able to have him in the tub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was very I was just like this is not comfortable at all. Like I was expecting this like beautiful like oh you like right. lower yourself to the water <laughs> like yeah. Right. And no, it was like I was just like half like thigh deep in water. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I ended up my midwife had me get out and um, I ended up having my son on my hands and my knees in my bed after only a couple pushes and he came flying out. Oh, wow. um, and I was able to actually catch him and pull him up to my chest. Um, and it was just a very surreal moment. Um, there were definitely moments of like, I can't do this. And I I don't want to do this. But um, I later know my midwife told me that. She said, every time I hear that, it's when I know baby's right there.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Um, but it definitely. was just it was really... Uh, Like I put my son on my chest, I like turned around sat down. And then it was just like a moment of like, oh my gosh, I did this. Like Mm -hmm. I, I didn't, I definitely, there were definitely some moments in my labor where I doubted myself a hundred percent and I didn't know if I could do it. I don't think I told anyone because I didn't want to say the words out loud,
0: Right. but I definitely
1: thought them. Um, (laughs) And then when like he was finally born and I finally was able to just sit there with him was just like an aha moment. Like I really can do this. And there yeah. are so many other women who like can also do this too. Like I'm mm-hmm. like I'm part of that of you know something that is not very much um I don't want to say advertised, but it's just not yeah a very um it's not put out there as an option.
0: Right.
1: Um so or a popularized um option. Um mm-hmm. but yeah so that was it was very much Just a very like shocking, like just like a moment that I was able to have in my head of like, wow, like I really did do this. Um, It just gave me the confidence for like so many other things of like, if I can do that, then I can do this.
0: Yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh. And like, how did you get through those moments of doubt? Um, It sounds like at some points you weren't really in the best (laughs) headspace.
1: I think it was just, remind. I, I definitely had to remind myself a lot of I my body, and my husband was a big help too, and he did remind me a lot. I think he could tell, even though I didn't say it out loud, he could tell that I was struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, it would just remind me, like, your body was made for this, and you, like, you were, like, th- this is, like it's going to happen and it's okay mm-hmm. and like your body was built for this yeah. and that was very even though I might have been telling him to like stop talking to me in the moment yeah that was very very helpful and like just being able to like hear him like reassure me like I can do this and then I would then repeat that in my head like I was like built for this my body can do this like it will it will happen as it happens and that's okay right um, And that was very like just being able to like repeat that in my head. I also listened to um, like Christian hypnobirthing on and off um, throughout my labor um, Mm -hmm. and just like hearing like the positive like mantras and just the different like prayers that they speak. Um, That was also really helpful too, just to like refocus my mind on like not the pain of each wave, but more so like how can I like each one is getting me closer to meeting my baby. yeah. Um, and I had to, I did remind myself of that as well. Like each one, like even though it's painful and absolutely sucks and it just yeah. feels absolutely terrible is bringing me closer to my baby. Yeah. Um, definitely helped a tremendous amount, which is reminding myself that, um that I can do it and it's possible.
0: Right. And I, I think that, I mean, those like shorter labors when everything's just more intense, more quickly, I think it's hard for some women to get like you know, not let the pain get to them. It, it's just yes. like this snowball effect. So if you, you know, it's, it's hard to like get ahead of it. I think yeah. Um when oh, it's yes. happening so quickly and intensely, I think that's like, it, that has never happened to me, but I, you know, feel for that as much as it's nice to have a short labor, it just compacts all that, you know, Yes, <laughs> and um, it, it's, yeah, it seems like it could be very difficult. So, what was like the immediate? You know, okay, you just had your baby, you're at home. What was it like right
1: after? It was very surreal just to be able to sit there and just like I, I, I definitely had lots of processing to do mm-hmm. of like what the heck just happened and how it was so sneaking fast. Um, I definitely had prepared myself for something so much longer and when you know he came like running out mm-hmm. um, a very short time i definitely like sat there with my husband and just was like did that really happen like i it was very surreal and to be able to just like sit in my own bed and like not have a bunch of people touching me and just be able to sit there with my son in all of our like gross glory (laughs) (laughs) Um, like stuff all over us it was just it was beautiful it was just like definitely a processing moment of like wow that really just happened um but that was great Mm -hmm. um and it really was yeah it definitely was a very I I think I was in a little bit of like shock after of like did that really just happen yeah Um, but yeah it was very just surreal of like I actually did it and yeah, it was, it was a very surreal moment.
0: Yeah. Oh, you've been waiting for, for nine months and it's done quickly. It's just, yeah, Yeah. it's wild. So what was your recovery like?
1: Uh, my recovery was very tough. Um, (laughs) I had one little tear and it was a labial tear. Um, and I really struggled with, I know a lot of women like will struggle with like pooping, I Mm -hmm. have the opposite. I struggled so much with going pee. Um, It was like a four-week struggle. Um, I would like sit on the toilet for hours, like sobbing, because it like would hurt so bad. Um, So I really did. Like that was worse than my labor, (laughs) like just sitting on the toilet and like not being able to like go pee. Um, I struggled with that so much for the first couple weeks um just because it had it was definitely a very mental thing like I was afraid like of going but I needed to go it yeah. was just it was a very like mental thing for me was you know just something so small as like going pee yeah um, but yeah that was a very very that was very tough um and it caused a lot of like issues with um like my walking after um like I struggled like every like step I took like hurt um up until like even like three four weeks postpartum I was still um in pain I think I just didn't let I think I just needed to sit and stay um but I think my like natural instinct of like my type a personality was to get up and you know yeah. take care of A B and C. um but my body definitely reminded me like no you don't need to be doing that um yeah <laughs> so I yeah, definitely for the next baby to keep in mind that, you know, it's okay to just sit there and be still and, you know, just take in this moment that like I have with, you know, that new baby.
0: Yeah, um, definitely.
1: But yeah, my recovery was definitely a little tougher um, just because of, you know, the aspects of with my tearing and um, just, yeah, with being able to go to the bathroom, that was really my toughest struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember like sitting on the toilet for like three hours with my husband, I would have him come sit on the floor with, with our son, um, so I could still see him, <laughs> but Aww. I could still go to the bathroom because I know I needed to do that. Yeah, my um, wife so ended up, you know, um, basically like telling me that she was going to have to come back and put a catheter in if I, you know, couldn't go to the bathroom. It was like almost eight or nine hours after having my son, and I still couldn't go. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but I did. I persevered. <laughs> I yeah. found out that there's this wonderful numbing spray that. <laughs> you oh yeah. Spray all down there, and it works uh-huh. So once yes. I discovered that it definitely got a little easier.
0: Oh, good. This um, <laughs> took yeah, a couple was, weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
1: yeah, so it just took me. Yeah. So for the next, maybe multiple bottles of that will be on. Oh yet. yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so as
0: far as like your labor goes, um, is there anything that you would do differently for the next one?
1: Yeah, I think for um our next kiddo, I definitely would, um have my midwife be less, less hands off after. Mm -hmm. Um, I like she, um, like I just, I definitely think I could have set like different, um, or said, you know, different things ahead of time. Um, I don't really think I knew what to expect. Um, but yeah, I think just for me, just like for like, just being just for like being, like knowing that like I can, um, like just, I don't know I think we think of like home birth and like it's like very hands-off um I definitely think there are some like midwives that are kind of a little bit of the opposite um so I definitely think like just like advocating for myself a little more with just like um having my midwife just be a little more hands-off um okay, I think yeah. for myself, um it would just be um I want to um, just really like hone in more on like the mental aspect of birth, um, and definitely focus and prepare more for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't think I prepared for that as much as I should have. Um, I watched all like the birth videos and run all the stories, but I don't think like I mentally prepared myself as much as I could, um, mm-hmm. for, um, labor and for each contraction. And now I know what to expect. And now I know, um, uh, you know, that my body can do it and not to like undervalue myself and put myself as, um, just like in, I don't want to be in denial again and knowing like, all right, this is happening. And I think if I, you know, had for this, you know, pregnancy with my son, um, if I had, you know, not been so much in denial that, you know, it would have gone maybe a little smoother. Um, but yeah, definitely for the next one, just knowing like, no, if it's happening, it's happening and it's okay to happen. Um, but yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, you learn from each pregnancy yeah. each birth. So I think, yeah, I think that would be amazing if you just, you know, take that time to to focus on your mindset. Luckily you have a while after after yeah. you're finding out um like that's what those nine months are for. So yeah. <laughs> so do you have any advice for moms who might be considering a med-free birth? Mm,
1: I would yeah, I, I would just say go for it. I I know it's a lot easier said than done, but advocating for yourself and just going for it and knowing what you have um, in mind and just shooting for it. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I just would, yeah, just have, you know, obviously moms that are going that route, Um, I just, especially in a hospital, I feel like it's not very much, depending on the hospital, not much a very supported um, route. I've supported moms in hospitals where it's the first thing that's asked as soon as they walk in the door. Um, Even though, you know, mom can say six times up and down, you know, that that's not what she wants. Um, But just, you know, advocating, supporting, advocating for themselves and having the support person that, you know, can be that gentle reminder of like, remember what you have wanted? Um, you know, is this just like an in the moment desire that you want? Um, Or are you just, you know, you know, having the epidural? Is that just an in the moment, like, because you're going through a really like tough wave? Um, Or, you know, like, well, just like the gentle reminders of someone there supporting them, just like gently reminding them, um, you know, what their desire is, um, and just helping them push through, you know, each and every wave um, Mm -hmm. would definitely be um, uh, just something that I would, you know recommend to future moms about you know who who do want um, a natural birth Um, yeah yeah like having support
0: and you are a doula as well yes I am so is that did your birth kind of inspire that
1: yes it did yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I, I
0: feel like I hear that a lot
1: (laughs) yeah after having my son and with me being um younger I I feel like there's a lot, and I have a a couple of moms who are young that are um, friends and just like hearing their birth stories that are just how uh, like meds were pushed and how they couldn't have, you know, the natural birth that they desired. Um, Just like hearing that, that was one of the big aspects of my journey to become a doula was wanting to support, especially younger moms who might not, you know, have the support or might not have the options. Um, or even though there are options out there, yeah. And that, you know, the suggestion of your OB is not always, um, like, that's not always like what you have to follow. Um, and that was like, that was one of the biggest like drivers for me to becoming a doula, um, was, you know, just not, like letting moms, especially young moms know that they have choices and they have options and they have the freedom to say yes or no in right. the situation being in, you know, in birth.
0: Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. That's awesome well how can our listeners get in touch with you
1: mm-hmm. so um my um i my website is not up yet i'm having some issues with it um mm-hmm. but when it's up um it is uh Huga doula um which is spelt h-y-g-g-e um doula um and I get a lot of weird, just like people who wonder what huga is. So I'm going to explain it real quick. Um, huga is, is essentially like a Danish concept that means um, like peace, comfort. Um, they actually have like a big huga fest, um, which is like a, it's just like en- encompasses like comfort of like a warm cup of tea and just like being like wrapped in a blanket, like cozy in front of a fire. It's just like a concept they have that I just think is absolutely beautiful in that um, just like the peace and comfort, um, of like, um, just like the concept that they have, um, yeah. kind of like what I want to embody as like being a doula. Um, so that's what it means. Um, <laughs> um, and then also, um, my, uh, Facebook or Instagram, um, under, uh, Michaela Kane, uh, is another way as well.
0: Okay. Awesome. Well, I'll put a link to those in the show notes and, um, yeah, let us know when your website is up and running and we can share that as well.
1: Awesome. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And you know, course. everything that you guys are doing, um, just advocating and, um, you know, having this podcast is awesome. I definitely have. I listened to a few of your podcasts and I absolutely love them. And I listened to a few of them while I was pregnant, too. Um, oh awesome <laughs> And yeah it's it's yeah I really it's love so nice to hear <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you so much thank you so much for listening I hope that you are enjoying the podcast and if you are don't forget to leave a rating and review and follow along on Instagram at birth naturally also if you'd like to subscribe for extra episodes you can find a link to that in the show notes thanks